0: In a world that's moving at a fast pace, and the use of social media on the rise, with billions of content to consume, it's almost impossible to keep up with what we value the most in life.
1: Hi guys, my name is Olivia Tutu, the host of Unscripted with Lead, a podcast that will change your life. I'm talking about raw, relevant, yet relatable conversations with goal-getters, trendsetters, and inspirational figures.
0: Join Leave every Thursday at 6 p.m. Central African time on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast, Anchor FM, and YouTube. And scripted with Leave.
1: another week another episode welcome to yet another edition of unscripted with leave my name is olivia Tutu, the host of this podcast if you're new to the channel thank you so much for tuning in don't forget to listen to other episodes other than this one and if you've been a consistent listener thank you so much for coming back again thank you for the feedback i received from the previous episode i did with Mwaka. if you haven't listened to that advice, you listen to it owning your story is something that i believe every young person out there should do today I finally have the man (laughs) who understands what relevance is and we are finally having this conversation, the long-awaited conversation about relevance, purpose, and all things life in general. Uh, His name is Milabwanga and the reason why I chose him specifically is because um, I think, yeah, I think he is one who's living in in relevance and he's also helping young people in our country uh, in Africa at large, if you ask me to live in relevance. Mila, welcome to the episode.
0: Thank you so much for having me, Olivia. I am super excited to be here we're today. We're finally
1: recording. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> thank uh, you so much. Sincere
0: apologies for the delays, but thank you so much for having me.
1: Yeah. Well, the first time we wanted to record, there was your birthday, and then yes. there was your anniversary, and then there was been meeting. been a roller coaster. <laughs> but we're you finally here. You know how
0: these things work. You know, mm-hmm. you know family always comes first. But
1: most definitely. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, Thank you for quoting us this time of course Not a problem. now before we get into the whole nitty-gritties of what relevance is and stuff like that mm. can you just give a brief introduction of who you are what you do and what you'd like my audience to hear or know about you
0: i think the most hard thing to do on every platform is to introduce yourself i know <laughs> especially when you're in africa this whole mm-hmm. aspect of pride kicks in and all that kind of stuff this guy mm-hmm. thinks it's all that but I think to briefly introduce myself, my name is Mila Wanga. I'm a governance expert. Mm-hmm. I'm an uh, award-winning author. Um, I'm a director for an organization called Be Relevant, the Be conversation relevant. that we are having today. <laughs> yes. I'm also a governance expert who has been recognized by the government of the Republic of Zambia, where I won an award mm-hmm. for uh, uh, a governance and accomplishment award. A governance ac- accomplishment award mm-hmm. that was awarded to me in 2020 by right. the wow. Ministry of Youth Sport and Child Development at that at the moment in time, time. Mm-hmm. and also i think i'm a frequent speaker you know mm-hmm. I'm, I'm often on many international platforms national platforms yeah. you name it you know i'm a family man married to one woman i think it's important <laughs> to put it on record <laughs> you know how this works yeah you know so i think in a nutshell that's really that's really about me and i'll, I'll keep mentioning more of what as I've been able to do as we go on
1: right? yeah so now we are speaking about the pursuit of relevance this conversation is sprouting from the fact that I, for one, am struggling with relevance, especially in a generation where there's like massive social media use, and it somewhat feels like for it to be real, it has to be on social media. Um, there's this quote that I saw somewhere: "If it wasn't captured, then it didn't happen." You know, and so a lot of young people, I inclusive. Uh, find ourselves in a space where we think we're being relevant when in the actresses, oh, all we're doing is creating content That's for right. social media. Right. So I felt um, what better person to have this conversation with mm-hmm. than you. So, um, to help us get started with this conversation, how would you define relevance?
0: I think for me, I define relevance. Uh, by my famous quote, Mm -hmm. you know, being the inevitable solution to Africa or Zambia or society's inevitable problems. Mm -hmm. I think there's this whole entire facade we've created for ourselves as young people where we have this particular image on social media which does not reflect the kind of image that we actually have in reality. Mm-hmm. And being real to who we are, being real to your brand, being real to your identity, yeah. I believe that's the first point of what it means to be, be relevant. relevant. Yeah. You get what I mean? Because the very moment you're able to discover and identify your area of operation, mm-hmm. then automatically you begin to occupy your space and you begin to dominate a particular area of focus. Let me tell you mm-hmm. something like you've been able to identify podcasting.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, sharing stories of people and you're doing this so well, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's your area of operation and you're harnessing that with everything that you have. Mm-hmm. But many young people right now are defining themselves by whatsoever it is that comes by. Mm-hmm. So if then if they notice that it's happening in climate change, yo, going I'm, to climate r- change. I'm going to climate uh-huh. change. When they notice that it's happening in gender, We're
1: we are gender, going to gender. Yeah. If it's
0: happening in feminism, we are going to feminism. Mm-hmm. If it's happening in science and take, yeah. we are going in that direction. But that's where the biggest problem comes in. You need to be able to define your leash, mm-hmm. you know. And when we look at all the powerful brands globally, mm-hmm. they're defined by something. You know, whether you talk about Aliko Dangote, business. Whether you talk about Strive Masiwa, business. Mm-hmm. Whether you talk about Lionel Messi, soccer. Mm-hmm. You need to be able to identify that one thing that defines your area of operation. And that's the first step of becoming relevant. Mm-hmm. Then the second step, I believe, mm-hmm. from my own research and from my own you know experience, mm-hmm. you know, becoming relevant also calls for an inner understanding of who you are. Mm-hmm. You need to be able to understand what are my skills, what are my what are, what what are, what are my weaknesses, mm-hmm. what are my strengths? Yeah. In what areas do I easily flourish? Mm-hmm. You know, there are certain areas, Olivia, where we easily flourish, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's easy for you to do that, like breathing. Yeah. You don't have to put so much potential. Mm-hmm. You don't. Have, sorry. You don't have to put so much effort. Yeah. You don't have to put so much energy mm-hmm. in that particular issue. It basically just flows like yeah. breathing, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So you should be able to look deep within yourself when you begin to ask yourself to say, what is that one thing that I do naturally, that I don't have to force myself, Mm -hmm. I don't have to put up an impression in order for the people to see, hey, oh, you get what I mean, right? For me, some of the things that comes naturally is writing, Mm -hmm. speaking,
2: uh,
0: being able to to organize, to think critically, to to be a leader. Those things come naturally, Naturally. I don't have to force Mm -hmm. it. So the moment someone is looking up to me, you should be able to ask yourself, am I a Muila wannabe or am I looking up to Mueller to learn from Mueller that I may be able to then champion my own path. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the kind of circus we're living in right now yeah. where when we see certain people on social media that we follow, mm-hmm. we get so inspired to a point where we lose ourselves mm-hmm. in Everyone that wants to
1: be like them. Yeah. I love that. I love the fact that there's the whole self-awareness. But um, these are conversations that I've been having this week, ironically, uh, about relevance and just uh, knowing who you are and dominating the space that you want to dominate and also have value for that. And if I'm being honest, it somewhat feels like it's a whole lot of work to do because at the end of the day the world is moving at a fast pace so there's a lot especially for us young people you have school yeah. if not school you obviously will um, get a job and then yeah. there's like a nine to five it's demanding your, your time and stuff like that so how do you then um, set yourself up to discover your relevance because it's one thing a lot of people are doing whatever they're doing now to chest the bag because right. you can't, you cannot not eat, yeah. you know, you want to eat, you want to uh, buy clothes and have a roof over your head and stuff like that. Mm. So even as we are living in this chaotic world where the world is moving fast, how does one set them, themselves up for the pursuit of relevance?
0: How does one set themselves up for the pursuit of relevance? I'll tell you something. I, I don't think I got to where I am today by luck or by chance, but I think everything was predetermined depending on the kind of experiences Mm -hmm. that i actually went through yeah i think one of the things that we always talk about with my friends and my colleagues is that nothing just happens Mm -hmm. if i give you a brief story of myself and i think i say this on every platform that i get growing up i've been in every space you can mention but nice. i believe every space that i can mention has led me to where i am today,
1: today yeah you see what i mean mm-hmm. like
0: number one i've been a rapper before i used to oh. do rap music. it's crazy <laughs> do we eh? have
1: any eps out hey, there, please, not there. Not there. <laughs> no let's but i'd like there. to listen though no
0: problem we'll see mm-hmm. what we can do after the podcast
1: yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> i used to rap you know they used to call me hurricane eh? mm. fancy name right <laughs> yeah they used to tell me that every time we like steps on the mic he brings mm. a stone blah 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 you know yeah. how rap music goes mm-hmm. so i used to do rap music you know and i did everything that comes with rap music mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to the dress code yeah. to the hairstyle mm. to the to the to the manner in which you talk mm-hmm. to the foul language everything that yeah. like literally goes with wrapping yeah you get it now do i regret having passed through that particular process once in my life at one point in my life mm-hmm. definitely not
2: yeah.
0: at one point when i was in primary school i found myself acting mm-hmm. and Ironically, I don't know if it's because of my surname that always used to give me the position of a witch doctor. <laughs> I don't know how. Probably, that used to be. probably. You yeah. know what I mean? Wanga, so like, this guy, witch doctor. Well, yeah, when he's that, gonna fit the You, role, role witch doctor. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean, right? Yeah. So I always found myself in that situation, you know. And acting was something that I did natural. You yeah. see what I mean, right? Mm-hmm. Because. I think one of the one of the key skills I have I know how to put on character mm-hmm. I can easily switch in a short space of time yeah you see what I mean right so did I do I regret having passed through that process mm-hmm. Definitely not Fast forward one sport that I committed my whole entire life to growing up was cricket I've played cricket for club level, mm-hmm. I played cricket at school level, I played cricket at national level, mm-hmm. I played cricket at provincial as well as district level, mm-hmm. so that's one sport which I found myself to. You
1: do you still play now?
0: Not, not the way I used to play before, mm-hmm. I think now I just play to keep fit, ah, not the way okay. I used to play before. Before then, I think I was really engraved in the whole entire sport, mm-hmm. that's the only sport I've actually played, you know, I, I, I started playing cricket I think at the age of seven or something, You know, Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, I I like to mention so many things I've passed through, but all these things have been able to lead me to where I am today, to a point where when my quest for leadership was now discovered, Mm -hmm. defined, conceptualized, and operationalized, it all culminated to the various experiences Mm -hmm. that I actually went through.
2: Yeah.
0: I think an amazing, I am a creative writer today. Mm because I was once a rapper. Because rapping is all about creativity and writing, isn't it? Right? Yeah. I believe I'm a person today who's eloquent with my speaking because I was once an actor before. Mm-hmm. Because acting requires you to put on character and to be able to read the mood and the emotions of people to be able to speak to their to their to their current standing. Mm-hmm. Do I regret having played cricket? No, I don't, because cricket has been able to teach me the the power of discipline. Mm-hmm. Being a sports person requires discipline. Yeah. Do I regret uh you know having You know, uh, you know, you a pastor and all this. Definitely not. When I became head boy Mm -hmm. for Chingola Secondary School Everything culminated with the various experiences that I actually went through. Now to get back the question that you asked me Mm -hmm. In order for you to get to your ultimate moment, your ultimate space, Mm -hmm. your ultimate relevance, your ultimate level of operation you should be able to appreciate all the various experiences that you've been able to get through because nothing just happens. You, Olivia, today, you can do what you can do right now exceptionally mm-hmm. because when you trace back and you look at where you've been and the experiences you've had, they've prepared you for such a time as this. So be able to treasure the moments that you've gone through, but then be able to also filter that which is not helping you to get the next level. Nice. I
1: love the fact that whatever we go through now sort of contributes to who we become in future and what we've gone through in the past contributes to who we are today and of course while you're tuned in to unscripted with leave make sure you're sipping on some good cup of coffee tea water juice or whatever beverage best suits your needs and don't forget to share this particular episode with two of your favorite people now moving on with our conversation um is it Is there a time frame or is there an age that is attached to when someone can pursue their relevance? Give a practical example, say someone is, you know how you graduate from high school and then you go into college and then you probably do a program and then you start working and then five years or ten years down the line you realize to say wait, what I'm doing is not what I feel I have been called to do. Can one switch? Tell me what's called midlife crisis where you now realize to say, wait, this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. I need to, you know, is there a time frame or an age or maybe someone can begin pursuing relevance when they discover to say they have to start pursuing relevance?
0: I really don't think there's an age. Mm-hmm.
1: There
0: are people who discover the area of relevance at, at an early age of 10. Then there are those, like the founder of KFC, who discovered his relevance at the, at the late age of about 60. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it differs. Yeah. You get what I mean, right? Mm-hmm. There are people who those started opening at the age of 30. Mm-hmm. Then there are people who those started opening at the age of 3. Yeah. So it varies. Mm-hmm. You get what I mean? right? When, yeah. you, when you look at Hollywood, there are people who made it at the age of 5. Mm-hmm. Then there are people who made it at the age of 50. Whose whole entire career has begun to blossom at an at a late age, if you may say. Mm -hmm. So for me, I believe definitely not. I don't Mm -hmm. think there's an age Mm -hmm. when you know you have to be able to say, okay, now I should now focus on my area Mm -hmm. of relevance. This is when I need to start focusing. I don't think so. But then again, what we do in our youth, in Mm -hmm. our prime, Mm -hmm. is very important because even when you ultimately reach that epitome of greatness in your area of relevance even at a later age it is all because of what you did in your prime Mm -hmm. the guy who discovered kfc Mm -hmm. it is because he was able to discover cooking and a passion for recipe Mm -hmm. while he was in his prime mm -hmm. but maybe he did not think that can do anything for him you get it right Mm -hmm. maybe the man i I can't do anything for me Mm Um, Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry used to do a whole lot of plays. Mm -hmm. He did one play. His first play, only his relatives showed up to support him. You Mm -hmm. see what I mean, right? His his whole entire life started opening up at the age of 30, which is quite late in Hollywood. But still, everything that he was able to become at a later stage was something that he did in his prime. Mm -hmm. So the question that we should be asking ourselves as young people is, what are we doing in our prime? Are we just going about life as it comes mm-hmm. being everything to everyone on social media even though we have nothing in our accounts mm. are we going to be a generation that focuses more on 5k following but no 5k in our accounts
1: <laughs> come on now
0: You ta- <laughs> need to be real you see uh-huh. what i mean right many of us we have this virtual reality that we have created mm-hmm. around us that yeah. we feel accomplished mm-hmm. having a whole lot a, a whole bunch of following, mm-hmm. but you're broke. Mm. You have no investment to your name. Right. You see mm-hmm. what I mean? Right? And these are some of the things we need to be, need to be talking about yeah. as young people. Mm-hmm. How are we utilizing our resources? Mm-hmm. How are we utilizing our mm-hmm. monies? How are we utilizing our time? I'm very careful with my time mm-hmm. because I make sure every person who comes in, for me to be able to even say, okay, you know what? now let's have the podcast because I know they say I think I've created the time now let's quickly do it mm-hmm. you see what I mean yeah. right? it's important so for me one of the things I'll tell you Olivia is that discovering your area of relevance definitely has no time but it is all dependent from what you're doing in your life
1: Nice, it's all dependent. It's the baby steps we yes. do on a rate on a daily that sort of yes. contributes to you don't just get there
0: by yeah. luck. Oh. It doesn't
1: happen overnight. No. Man. <laughs> you dream about it and then it happens. True. Now you recently got married, and in our generation, I think it's just every generation, there's we can't rule out relationships. We have relationships with our families, with our friends, but most so especially with our significant other. Do you think the partner that one chooses sort of contributes to their pursuit of relevance? Or what impact does that have on one's pursuit of relevance?
0: Without a doubt, the partner, look, you, I am more with my wife than I am with my friends. Mm-hmm. So my wife can easily impact how far I go in life yeah. or how low I go in life. Mm-hmm. So above and beyond, definitely, your partner has everything to do as regards how you pursue your area of relevance. Because my number one cheerleader is my wife. Mm -hmm. My wife is there when you guys can't see my my, my cries. Mm -hmm. My My wife is there when I feel like doors are not opening. Mm -hmm. My wife is there when I'm having a mental health breakdown. Mm -hmm. My wife is there when I'm broke. My wife is there when you guys can't see what you see in the limelight. So having a partner that supports you in every season, I think that's 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 without debate, one of the greatest things that can actually happen to you, Olivia. And for me, I think I'm an advocate of that, especially in a society where that we have created right now that speaks low and speaks badly about marriage, speaks badly about relationships mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I, for one, I believe when you find that one person who can support your cause, but also you can support their cause, mm-hmm. it's not... A one-way, you know, a journey yeah. when it comes to to relationships because many relationships are too toxic mm-hmm. that you benefit more from your partner than your partner yeah, benefits yeah. from you. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm a person who believes in the empowerment of women. Mm-hmm. I don't want my wife to be lazy. I don't want my wife to to not reach her highest goals. Mm-hmm. If my wife wants to go do a PhD, I say, Hey, baby, where do you want to go? Let's go. Mm-hmm. You see, if my wife wants to start her own company, what do you want? Mm-hmm. Let's support. Yeah. Am I afraid of my wife getting higher in her success than me? Definitely not. Mm-hmm. Because her success is my Your success. success my well. success is her success. Mm-hmm. And the moment you create such a healthy environment yeah. in our marriages, mm-hmm. in our relationships, yeah. we see ourselves even going further mm-hmm. than we actually anticipate. Mm-hmm. But many of us, we have many unhealthy, relationships and marriages competition mm-hmm. in a marriage this yeah. competition in a relationship mm-hmm. you know this other partner wants to be better than this other partner mm-hmm. there is a whole lot of mistrust in relationships a lot of mistrust in marriages mm-hmm. and for a person like me who lives a public life
2: yeah
0: and having a partner like her who trusts me mm-hmm. i need to be able to ride on that you get what i mean yeah. right so i think it works both ways that mm-hmm. definitely a partner has everything to do as regards how you pursue it. area, mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: it's not just a matter of how do you feel about this no, person and stuff man. like that. Because lately it's all about couple goals. Can we rock matching outfits on social media? You know? But how are you
0: working matching bank accounts?
1: Right? <laughs> you know what I mean, right? Shorts fired. Honestly, shots fired. <laughs> Honestly, short spot. I'm I'm definitely taking not because I for one, I think there's this notion of lovely as I am to the point where people that sort of uh, allows people to be toxic even in relationships mm. because you feel like oh this person has to accept me the That's way right. I am But then if you're not contributing positively to where I see myself, then you might as well live my life That's right. But then most of the time it's about cuteness or are we gonna have cute babies? Yeah. Are we gonna do cute matching outfits yeah. on social media and whatnot? And so you saying that and the fact that you got married still a yeah. youth is sort of motivating to yeah. know to say There's still people who still believe in marriage and who understand the sole purpose of the union of marriage which is very good now moving on um you've spoken about so many things that you did in the past that have sort of contributed to who you are today which is basically everyone's story and from what you've said it feels like everything you did was a success how no like honestly it's like oh i acted like oh he was probably the best actor i played cricket like he was probably yeah. the best team player you know yeah. you 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 are the rap you are a rapper and in my mind i'm like he was probably the best at the time you know but um can you sort of narrate how your pursuit of relevance has been over the years has it been a smooth ride yeah should we even as each one of us embarks on this journey should we expect a smooth ride or we're going to have ups and downs
0: it's 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 not been i think for me to get where i am today it's it's definitely never been a smooth ride you know i grew up let let me start from the foundation right Mm -hmm. i grew up in a family of six right Mm -hmm. and um i'm the first child in the family of six to ever have gotten a degree to ever have gone to university i'm the last boy so I had no inspiration. You know mm-hmm. what I mean, right? Yeah. My mom only went as far as the ninth grade. Mm-hmm. My dad only did a certificate in in, 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 in some you know, um, engineering work. During that time, a certificate was a big thing mm-hmm. in the 1950s. Yeah. You know, so he never. So when, when you talk about university, that was not a conversation mm-hmm. in my family. Yeah, you get what I mean, right? Yeah. Passing grade 12, that was not a conversation mm-hmm. in my family. So there was you or lack of inspiration so to speak mm-hmm. and to be able to stand up and say i want to be president one day your, your old man looks at you and says boy what are you saying you yeah, know what crazy. i mean like everything that surrounds you <laughs> mm-hmm. does not speak to your ambition everything yeah. that surrounds you does mm-hmm. not speak to what you want to be now yeah. that's number one i'll top it up to that is while being so ambitious while being so determined in my agenda yeah. i i battled with a condition called dyslexia when i was growing up and I'm sure many, many of our listeners may, may, may have heard of this particular condition. So dyslexia is an intellectual condition, which is basically the inability to read and write. There, mm-hmm. there, there are people who have abnormal difficulties when it comes to reading and writing. And that's dyslexia, where you see 5 as S or S as 5. or mm-hmm. well, you can't distinguish between 0 and O. Mm-hmm. You can't distinguish between Q... And G you mm-hmm. get what I mean right yeah. like that that kind of intellectual condition so with consistent support from my mother may, may, may God rest her soul mm-hmm. she's the one who helped me to be able to defeat that mm-hmm. to a point where I learned how to read and write properly mm-hmm. when I was in grade 7 which is quite late if you mm-hmm. ask me and above and beyond because I could not know which hands to use when writing and and all that Mm -hmm. so i found myself using my left i found myself using my right Mm. that became a normal thing to a point where later on i became ambidextrous so i used both hands
1: the same handwriting
0: i have with my left Mm -hmm. is the same handwriting i have with my right with no difficulties so something that was an inability became a strength (laughs) don't try i'm literally trying to write with my left hand don't try that at home (laughs) okay Mm (laughs) I struggled with reading. Yeah. Reading was a difficulty, but today I leave. Mm-hmm. Reading is, is my it's greatest asset. It's my mm-hmm. part of life. Yeah. A person who could not write well mm-hmm. has written five awarding books wow. now. You mm-hmm. see what I mean, right? So, it's not been a smooth ride. Yeah. Um, when I came to grade 12, I was the head prefect for my school. Bam! And everyone was expecting the best from me when I wrote my grade 12 exams, right? Yeah. So, I wrote my grade 12. I was in a pure class. I was so confident. Mm -hmm. Results came out. And then I'm the guy going to, you know, marching to school with my head high. And I'm saying, I'm going to do politics and international relations at the university. And then I get to school and I'm seeing my results. I got a seven in biology and a seven in geography, which messed up my whole entire transcript. This is the head boy, regarded as one of the top 10 smart young people in school at that time Mm -hmm. and i failed my biology and my geography which messed up my results Mm -hmm. you get what i mean right i was heartbroken but did i give up i knew what i wanted to become and what i wanted to become was also dependent on my withdrawal results so i decided to enroll for gce something that many young people in our time cannot do Mm -hmm. but because i knew where i wanted to go, so i enrolled for GCE, and my parents supported me at that time and when i wrote my my gce mm-hmm. i got a distinction in geography and i got a distinction in biology wow. which made my whole entire transcript with distinctions mm-hmm. when i put everything together
1: mm-hmm.
0: the ability to you know to understand that one setback
1: mm-hmm. does
0: not necessarily mean you cannot overcome
1: mm-hmm. i love that mm-hmm.
0: and after that um, you know i came to the university uh, of lusaka
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know and When I was in the University of Lusaka, it's not like I had a smooth sailing, things were rough. Yes, Mm. I was a student union president, one of the best student human presidents in the lessons had. I can say that and put that on record. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, after that, when I was in my third year, I got a D Mm. in in, in a course. You see what I mean, right? I got a D and that was the time when I was making points, I got a D. Mm -hmm. But even though I got a D, I worked so hard to a point where I missed a distinction by four points. I graduated second best in my field. And I was not the one who was supposed to give the all speech, which is the speech that one student gives on behalf of, of data, all students. Yeah. But the school saw it fit mm-hmm. to give me that opportunity to give that particular speech, mm-hmm. regardless having had a setback mm-hmm. of failing one particular course. Mm-hmm. So definitely there's not been a smooth sell. You mm-hmm. see what I mean? With yeah. my passion for politics, I said I'm going to run for office. Mm-hmm. And I contested from Changa constituency as a member of parliament. Mm -hmm. Did I win those elections? Definitely not. I came out third Mm -hmm. in a race of five candidates. I tried my best, but the truth of the matter is, I lost. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: You know, I've invested in projects and I've lost that money. I've started movements; they died. Mm -hmm. I've written a book, published seven thousand copies, and only sold two hundred copies. So it's never been a smooth selling. Mm -hmm. But above and beyond, I think I'm a person who believes relevance in itself is being able to stand before the Red Sea
2: mm-hmm.
0: having been convicted that nothing will happen but because of determination mm-hmm. and using what you have in your hand, yeah. the Red Sea will part.
1: Nice. Yo, that, that topped it for me, honestly. yo, I, I hope you guys are listening and learning and writing down notes because I would certainly do that when listening in. Now, um, before we wind up, Pursuit of relevance is not an easy thing, especially because there's like a lot of other things that are demanding our attention in society, life in general. Um, what drove you to starting up the whole movement of young people that are pursuing relevance? Because I feel like that is also uh, eating on your time, yeah, energy, yeah, effort, yeah. even as you pursue your own relevance.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, one of my motto in life is building a solution driven generation Mm -hmm. the easiest thing to do Olivia in life is to be able to identify problems that's the easiest thing to do
2: yeah
0: right now if I asked you um, what do you think what is so good about this building the first thing you say the building is good but I just don't (laughs) like the colors
2: yeah
0: you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like we have a generation that finds it very easy to critique Mm -hmm finds it very easy to see problems yeah finds it very easy to castigate mm-hmm. finds it very easy to look down on people but the moment you ask them okay what should be done mm. i don't know they are the ones in leadership they mm. should do something about it
1: literally if you want <laughs> to say right yeah. so
0: we are not a generation that is solution driven
1: mm-hmm.
0: we're a generation that is quick to speak but very small to think
2: mm. it's very
0: easy for you and me to get into debate with someone on social media mm-hmm. not even an expert in that particular field but the moment you ask them okay what should be done Mm -hmm. the amount of solution they'll give in comparison to the amount of criticism the solution the the, the criticism will outweigh the solution Mm -hmm. the criticism will be on 10 paragraphs the -hmm. solution will be on two sentences Mm -hmm. that in itself shows you the kind of generation that we have created for ourselves so therefore for me i'm on this quest of being able to harness the potential of young people and try to change their mindset mm-hmm. to become more solution driven. That's what we're doing you know, at Be Relevant Africa. Mm-hmm. How do we create this generation? Yeah. How do you provide sustainable platforms mm-hmm. for young people to be able to contribute not only to society's development agenda but even to their own Online. lives? Mm-hmm. Because, Olivia, you can only give what you have. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. That's just
0: how it is. I can only give what I have. Yeah. I cannot go beyond my capability and capacity to be mm-hmm. able to bring change to be able to harness my transformative mm-hmm. power mm-hmm. so on and so forth yeah. so i speak like this and i speak this information because this is the information that i have within mm-hmm. me if i never had this information within me this conversation wouldn't even have lasted 30 minutes yeah it would have lasted three minutes because i don't have much data We
1: wouldn't have even had the conversation Thank to you. start with <laughs> you see what i mean right <laughs> yeah so
0: for me that's why i'm on this journey mm-hmm. to say and i am passionate about identifying talent mm-hmm. I'm a person that is okay being. I think what makes me public is not that I want to be public. It's what I do that makes me public. Mm-hmm. I don't rush. I don't. I don't pray and close myself in the closet and say, "Lord, I want to be famous." Mm-hmm. Lord, I want people to know me. Lord, I want to have following on social media. I don't do that. Mm-hmm. I look myself up and I ask God to give me the ability to continue what I'm doing with resilience. Mm-hmm. To make me more creative. Yeah. To make me more determined. Mm-hmm. To make me more innovative. Mm-hmm. It's what you do, Olivia, that sets you apart. Mm-hmm. It's what you do that makes you famous. Mm-hmm. It's what you do that makes you popular. Yeah. So many young people are chasing for fame. Mm-hmm. They're chasing for popularity. Yeah. But they are letting go of what is it that drives them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You see what yeah. I mean, right? So for me, that is the journey that I'm trying to advance, right? No, now.
1: that's actually a very good observation because I think some two months ago, someone from TikTok inboxed me on my Instagram, and they were talking about how oh I have grown my account to like I think it was like fifteen thousand, but I don't know what to do with it. And then I'm like, you need to have a brand like. Even when you were creating the content you're creating, what was the sole purpose for that? I think it's more about the numbers, it's more about the fame, the celebrity status yes. without really identifying to say whatever I'm doing, is it leading to yes. who I want to be and the purpose and stuff yes. like that. And so you bringing it out, it, it makes so much sense and it resonates with what I believe as well. Yeah, now before I let you go, we're coming to the end. I hit this spot, but um, we just have to go. What would be your last remarks? No wait, before that. <laughs> what's the one thing you did, one thing you did when you were young that you feel it has contributed to the person you are today?
0: Believing in God. Mm. I think that's that's the greatest mm-hmm. uh, decision that I think I've ever made.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, having this idea that there is there is there is a God. There's a
1: God <laughs> somewhere. Uh-huh. There's
0: a God out there. Yeah. Because truth be told. I think when all odds are not on your side, mm-hmm. when, uh, you know, when, the, when, when when the storm is, is, is tossing left, right and center,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I think I will never look to you or leave and say, "Olivia, help me." But it's mm-hmm. easier for everyone to, to say, God, to "God see me through." Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? right? Yeah. So I think for me, the greatest decision that I ever made when I was a kid is to understand that there's a God in heaven. Nice. And the more I consistently seek Him for guidance, mm-hmm. I think even my path will be brightened. Nice. Because everything that I believe I am today, mm-hmm. it is because He saw it even way before I was born. Mm-hmm. So the more I consistently commit myself to Him, He yeah. brightens my vision, it makes it more clear. Mm-hmm. So I think to every young person, I think that will be my... Many people are not religious. You mm. see what I mean? And they're, you,
1: spiritual, they're spiritual, which is very cringy. I don't even like that. Like I, I don't that. know, like, I know. I don't like, know how, you know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you but yeah for me mm-hmm. the conversation of God is not a debate. Mm-hmm. And I advise them to say, look, don't wait until you're in a road accident for you to say, God help
1: me Yeah. No. Mm-hmm.
0: But allow him to see you through to guide you because yeah. we live in a world of uncertainty, True dream to be president one day that's uncertainty i don't Mm -hmm. even know how tomorrow will unfold yeah am i going to be doing what i'm doing for the next 10 years Mm -hmm. will i be alive in the next 10 Mm -hmm. years so we live in a world of uncertainty Mm -hmm. and because we live in a world of uncertainty we need to be able to have a certain god on our side Mm
1: -hmm. yeah cultivating a relationship with god is very important now before i let you go finally your closing remarks what's that one takeaway you'd like someone who's going to listen to this podcast tomorrow, uh, the next year, five years from now, 10 years from now, whenever to take away from this particular podcast episode?
0: Number one, um, no one, no one will change, let me not put it it that way, no one will turn around the puzzle pieces in your life that you want turned around Mm -hmm. because you are the master to that particular craft. Mm-hmm. so you will not depend on Olivia you will not depend on listening to Mwila. Mm-hmm. the decision is yours yeah many young people attend conferences we attend summits on yeah. financial literacy mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. so many mm-hmm. personal development programs yeah but what you do after the information is what's important mm-hmm. so to the listeners that are listening to us right now this information can be generated anywhere mm-hmm. you know what I mean you yeah. can listen you can hear this information from anyone yeah what you do after listening? This particular kind of information is what's yeah. more important. Yeah. And the last thing that I want to say is the problems of the world are inevitable. But as a people, uh-huh. we have to be the inevitable solution
2: mm.
0: to the world's inevitable problems. That nice. problem you are complaining about, there's no one else who will solve mm. it.
1: That's you. Nice. Thank you so much for coming through. Thank you. Mate. This has been Unscripted with Leave. And don't forget to review this podcast. Give me reviews, guys. Give me feedback. Don't forget to rate me if you're using Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor FM, or whichever podcasting platform that's your favorite. And like I say, I'm going to say it again. I don't want to be known for what I'm against. I want to be known for what I'm for. And I'm for people regardless of who you are. I love you, but God loves you more. See you next week. Same time, same place. Bye, guys.
0: Are you a startup or established business and you wish to reach out to an audience that will buy into your product or service? Great news! You can now advertise with Unscripted with Leave at affordable rates. What are you waiting for? Take your business to greater heights. Unscripted with Leave.